0: Thank you. Thank you. Oh, baby. What is happening, everyone? Oh, man. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. I have like low energy, but today is the day that I'm having some coffee. I haven't had coffee yesterday, but maybe the day before I did, maybe. Coffee day. Oh, it is wonderful. It tastes like magic.
1: Did you plan that? Were you like, I think I need to make it so my coffee day is... Podcast. Oh, so, yeah. I
0: can't not have coffee and do the podcast. I have to have coffee on podcast day. That's what's up. Yeah. And and I rode my bike this morning and didn't have coffee before that. That's like nobody ever does that. That's so, I, I thought that wasn't even legal. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, well, anyways, welcome, everyone. Thank you for just tuning in today and listening to the best podcast on The airwaves. I'm Corey Kingston. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, I'm Corey Kingston. That's right. Um, And uh, I'm here and it's now over there. Just being himself. Fifth cup of coffee already today. It's the one. It's the only. It's the fantastic. You're a legend. Yes. Phil. Me. Funky Phil Pardell. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. They love you, Phil. Such a warm welcome. Yeah. Yeah, they love you. Uh, So we're here. It's another day. You know, we're doing the pod today. And um, we're just, you know, we're doing it. We're getting it done. We took off last week. I was out of town again. Going to take off next week. Going to be out of town again. I'm a traveling
1: fool, Phil. World traveler over here. Traveler. Where are you going next time? Hawaii. What? Yeah. For, For gigs or for fun? Fun. Dang, yeah,
0: it's our anniversary. Yesterday, no, Saturday, Friday. What's the twenty fourth? Today's the twenty sixth. Saturday was our anniversary. What? Thank you.
1: Happy anniversary. Thank you.
0: Seventeen years. Dang, seventeen years doesn't feel like it. That's why, dude. That's why I can talk to her like that because we've been married seventeen years. She, I, I, you know, Corey was verbally
1: abusing his wife.
0: <laughs> Would it go that That's far? What he's getting at.
1: He's calling her all sorts of horrible names. No, no, I would never. He's he no, no. like saying that she's like hideous looking. No, no, I would I'm never, just never. He never said she that. She
0: was trying to <laughs> rub my face with egg hands. I can't have that. So, like, but yeah, we're trying to start the show in our studio Corey's kitchen. It's our studio. <laughs> <laughs> and she's trying to cook her lunch or whatever, make her her snack. And so, you know, we can't have that. This is serious business. This is a a show that we're trying to record here for the masses. (laughs) (laughs) Can't have no sandwich making or whatever's going on over there. Egg peeling. (laughs) Like, you know. All right. Well, anyways, uh, Drum Brigade podcast. um, All things Drum Brigade. Please just check out drumbrigade.com. We have a lot of stuff going on there and um, T-shirts, drum lessons, all kinds of stuff. Um, you guys want to reach out, you got any questions for the show, anything like that, just, uh, hit us up, use the contact form. We'll reach out. It goes directly to me. Um, and, um, all that stuff. We're all about camaraderie over competition, belonging, acceptance. And, um, so that's what everything that we do, it coincides with that mantra, camaraderie over competition. So, uh, if you support that, we feel that like You know, you should never feel inferior doing what you love. And for us, that's playing drums and uh, doing this podcast. So if you want to support this podcast, you know, we've been doing it for years now for free, Phil. No. Yeah. It has been years. Years. What episode is this? 1,024, I think. Sounds right. Yeah. So, (laughs) um, you know, support us because we support you. That's right. It's our drum community. It's the drum community that we are um, in support of and a part of. And you belong. And so do we. All right. So <laughs> <laughs> you belong. What is it? I belong. And so do you. All right. There you go. Thank you. Yeah, all right. All right. I think yeah. either order works. Works. We belong. That's, that's it. <laughs> um, couple things. Uh, John and Jeremy. Uh, John Caldwell from Revolution Drum. Jeremy from Q Drums. Um, they're still fighting the good fight for um, their life with uh cancer, they're trying to beat cancer. And I think they're, I think it's going good. I think it's going good. Um, but we're still trying to raise money. They have a lot of, um, you know, bills for cancer treatments and stuff like that. So there's a couple ways that you can help with that. Um, Jeremy has, a a GoFundMe from Q drums. And then John has a GoFundMe from, um, it's, it's just, it's, it's, if you need help on that one, I, I hosted the, uh, John one, John's one of my best friends. So we're, um, we, we helped him out by doing that. And if you want to find a link to that, just hit me up and then I'll send you, if you, I'll send it to you. But if you want to, um, help them out, they really could use their, your help. They've done a lot for the drum community. Um, Jeremy's built drums for some of the best drummers out there. And John has built some of the best products out there that we all use. Um, so, especially me and you, we use, we use revolution stuff. Mm -hmm. And, um, and then if you use a head armor cases, John also invented and designed those as well. So, uh, two good guys. There's also another Trump company called, um, destroy a drum. They did a collaboration with big fat snare drum and, um, they built a shirt or designed a shirt that is, um, you can't destroy John and Jeremy, and all the proceeds go to them. So, if you guys want a cool drum shirt that is, you know, also going to show that you're part of the drum community and you're supporting a good cause, get one of those shirts. It's worth it. I ordered one, haven't gotten it yet, but I'm going to wear it proudly when I get it. Um, so, and Jeremy and John, keep up the fight, man. You guys can win this battle. All right, are we ready? Yeah, let's get it. yeah oh man oh man we're back at it man i you know it's been a few weeks phil i've kind of like plateaued like i'm just like i pff, i got no complaints ready to retire already I'm ready to retire he's done man. the only problem is the money like oh <laughs> if i could retire with no money man haven't figured that out yet though. I'm in the same boat. Yeah. I'd love to retire. Maybe we should retire on a boat. <laughs> and just float about in the sea. The problem is also though we don't eat fish. So maybe seaweed? Kelp?
1: It's probably some kinds of plants. I don't That'd know. Something. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> well,
0: we'll have to figure that out, man. Uh, what's going
1: on, funky Phil? How you doing? How you doing? I'm good, man. Yeah. yeah. That's good. Had a good week. Played some gigs. Dang. Did some. Uh, what did I do? Played some gigs. I did a live stream gig, which Dang. was fun. I did. Um, People
0: still do those.
1: Yeah. Well, there's this place, Wildcat Guitars, that they made it a thing where they they have like a studio and they dude, it's it's pretty serious. <laughs> they have like a ton of cameras, lights, what, fog machines. Wow. Big stage they have like a really nice mixing and like studio production setup where they're doing multi, you know, switching camera angles, yeah. they got all the sound dialed in and it's all live live streamed. They said it, I think they started doing that around the beginning of the pandemic and and they've just been going strong. So they have bands on there and it's like really high quality for how, you know, how especially for how quick it's it's all set up and yeah, executed.
0: Cool. I did one like that for Enter talk, we had our album released during like in the middle of the pandemic. Uh-huh. And, um, yeah, I watched that one. Yeah, it was cool. It was a little like, I, I watched it back and I'm like, I'm, I'm happy with it, but we, I feel like we went a little too, like you guys, I mean, you got to think like in the middle of the pandemic, none of us had played any gigs for a while. And so we got to play and hear live music and like, we all were just going in. Like we were just like, it was like we were giving it all we got and it was a little much for just a tv show you know like it was rad live live show if the audience was vibing too it would have been cool but it looked funny just watching it back like dude we were we
1: were so happy to play yeah so but anyways go ahead um yeah that was fun i did a my first video interview wow With my new camera, and I set up a bunch of. Oh wait,
0: of you did bikes. the video. You did the interview.
1: Yeah, I didn't actually. I was in front of the camera. It was it was surreal. You
0: wait a minute. I
1: I was interviewing someone else. Okay. Are for, you starting a new podcast or? No, this is for <laughs> a. Um, this is going to be a uh, part of a video that's going to be part of a product release, mm. from a, a drum company. Okay, so. Yeah, it was cool. I was, well, I, I dude. used a lavalier mic. I had a nice shotgun mic, and and um, uh, <sighs> I got a. Now, now I need to start cleaning up audio and editing and stuff. You're so real, like with it. You're so real deal. How did the <laughs> studio look with with this this vibe? I actually went to his place where oh. he, he um builds drums and stuff. I for see this, um, but I think it'll go well. Well, very cool. Yeah. I, I I did Adam's Ave Street Fair. Oh, I want to do that. It was pretty fun. I mean, I had fun. The stage sound was really weird. Yeah. And the apparently the audience was not thrilled with the sound out front either. Oh. Like, this was a, with the kid? Uh no, this is with Whitney. Oh. They, She's San Diego's best. They could Yeah. I, apparently her voice was a little too quiet in the mains. Oh Lord, how can you do that? And I don't know what was going on with the monitors. Wait, hold on. Huh?
0: Sorry. Never mind. Go ahead. (laughs) I had a dream about Whitney last night. It just hit me and I don't want to forget. (laughs) Okay.
1: Okay. Remind me after your study story. Just go ahead. (laughs) It was super weird. I don't know what was going on with the monitors. Um, It was like, I couldn't get the right balance. Well, first off, the drum monitors were like, at least seven feet away from me. Why do not you move them? <laughs> I mean, it was a big stage. I was on a drum <laughs> riser. I was on a huge riser. They had, a, it was like a giant subwoofer and a wedge oh on top gosh, of it dude. that were not on the riser with Whoa, me. What
0: the heck is, what are and they doing like here?
1: Behind me and and like seven feet away. Oh no. That's, so that's that was, not doing you any good. Yeah. It was really far away. And then um, I kept requesting slight changes to the mix and it didn't seem like it was, everything was happening. No. And then, but the weirdest part, and Jody picked up on this, Jody, the pianist and singer, was there was like some kind of delay in the signal oh, coming oh. to our monitors. Like there was latency. Like, I how don't, in the world? I think they were running our monitor mix through some kind of processing that was introducing just enough latency that it was like really challenging to, to feel like we were all. Oh no no no! You know, just it doesn't take much. Yeah, just enough where the bass or the you know the guitar is is off just by like a fraction of a second is enough to feel like you're not locking.
0: I can't. No, I would. I would soapbox. (laughs) You don't even want to know what one I'd be on for that.
1: Like I why why all the I don't like I think they're I don't know if they're using compressors or what. That's unacceptable. But like I, I feel like stage monitors shouldn't have heavy processing. That's, that's like,
0: that's also the festival life. You know, like when you play a festival, you can't expect to have good sound. Like you have to be able to play your set basically with no sound.
1: Yeah. And, but like I mean, we did, we within I reason, think, I think we still crushed it, but it was just like one of those, it was over an hour straight and we were just, it was like kind of uncomfortable the whole time. Yeah, you know? Yeah. I mean, it was okay. I've had, I've probably had, yes, I've definitely had worse sound.
0: I played that festival a <laughs> few years ago. And, um, with, uh, with Western standard time and it was like, they didn't really know we were a big band orchestra. Oh boy. And so they were kind of like, they had a few mics set up and then they're like, there was one dude that was like front of house monitors and stage manager and was like, no one told me that you guys were like this band. And so they're like, yeah, every horn is miked every horn like it's a it's 15 horns (laughs) it's like it's like a 20 piece orchestra they're like no one told us oh my god and so dude it was it ended up being great but it was just like and then it's san diego so it's like i know the sound guys and it's like i have a different approach when i'm when you know if i play like anything like that in san diego i'm like oh what's up man and then I, for some reason, I just was not on the soapbox. Like everybody was mad at the sound guy and he's just like, I'm trying my best. And then I came on and I'm like, Hey man, how's it going? I'm like, do you remember me? I said, we worked you, I think you worked with the schmucky metals one time or something. And he's like, Oh, Hey man, you play in this band? And I'm like, yeah. And then, um, Oh, I just see my Nespresso box came. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be having more than one cup of coffee. <laughs> but anyways, um, he goes, uh, Yeah. He's just like, I said, Hey man, I, I know you, I said, I know you do good sound. I said, you know, I've never had a complaint with you. And I said, so I know this is more than you probably could like you thought this would be. I said, so like I'm willing to do whatever you need me to do to make this go smoothly, but don't worry about me. I'm on your side. And it like squashed all the anxiety. He was just like, Man, I can't tell you how much I appreciate that, man. And he's just like, anything you need, anything you need. And like, it went really well. Sweet. But to start, everybody's like, how did you not know this was a
1: big band? Like, everybody's like yelling at him. He's like, I'm only one guy. Poor guy. You know? (laughs) Um, Yeah, no, I mean, we were all nice to sound the sound guys and stuff. It wasn't like, no one was, there wasn't bad vibes going on or anything. But, um, we have fun still. It was That's good. Cool. That's a good festival, man. For like, it's
0: it's cool because a lot of local bands get to play. Oh, and I got new in ears. Oh, I did notice those they were different. Don't. Wow, they have rubies on them. They're shiny. They <laughs> look like June bugs, which are Japanese Beatles, which I'm not a fan of. Dang it, Phil! Why didn't you get molded ones though? Corey you need my in ears. No, I love them, but you gotta get. You're you're like so serious about sound and so serious about studio stuff and mm-hmm. equipment. Yeah. Why would you not get molded
1: ones? Well, because then I have to go to your doctor and do all that stuff. And they're really expensive. Yeah, but Phil. And these, I did a lot of research. They're the closest? Um, well, I don't know. I mean, they are phenomenal for for how much Phil. they cost. And look at the case. I mean, the like,
0: case is dope. They're, um it has a Z on it, which means it's Russian. Yeah.
1: <laughs> No, it's a seven. Oh, it's a seven. All right, yeah, it's there's, cool. There's some kind of seven. Cool. Yeah. Thank you. They like them. Yeah, I I love them. they're, they're I mean, I had ultimate ears before these, and these just like, molded. No. See, but they still have like five drivers in them or whatever. They're still not molded though. Who cares? The, <laughs> they don't truly fit right. It's it's fine. They fit fine. That I don't like. I mean, the molding is nice and all, but. Okay, well, they're, that's cool. They look good. Anyway, these poop all over my old Ultimate ears, like, really, really hard. Really hard. These are way better. Have you
0: used them live on stage?
1: Yes. And they, they're they still better? Yes. Okay, that's hands
0: down. Because I used to have West Tones, and they are garbage. Yeah. And I got these Ultimate ears, molded, Pro uh, something 11 Pros or whatever. Yeah. They're hands down the best that I've used. They yeah. don't feel like really like robust. They feel like kind of cheaper plastic. But you put them in,
1: you plug them in, it's great. I'm in love with these things. They're oh, metal. Good, yeah. Oh, they're metal. And that outside thing is glass. Wow. But so that makes them heavy metal. They um <laughs> they use a different driver technology that you. Don't what
0: are they called? What's the company?
1: Seven it's Seven Hertz. Oh, um, these are these. Yeah, there's these new ones, but it's kind of a newer technology for in ears that most companies aren't using yet. Man, but if you get um, if you
0: judge it by the case,
1: they got they're they're like they they got the market cornered because it's not so a lot of ears will be dynamic drivers, which is like a speaker basically. Yeah, if you picture a speaker, but really small, and then there's a lot that use balanced armatures, which are like. A different thing but they'll usually have like like your ears I don't know how how many of them are in yours there's probably like six okay little drivers in yours and each one is covering a different sonic spectrum kind of Mm. and uh and then there's ones that use both dynamic and those and then but there's certain issues involved with multi-driver setups but these things are uh called planar okay drivers which usually this it's like pretty new for in-ears and it's a completely different sound and the way they work is wow is bananas but i really like it they're like very punchy that's good they have like really good articulation it feels like the sound state like it feels 3d nice like i feel the sense of space a lot more with mixes and stuff like i can All right. Uh, Well, things just feel like I'm, I can pinpoint where they are. Good for you, man. Do they make molded ones? Um, I don't know. I'm sure some company offers them molded, but,
0: but I mean, like seven
1: hertz. Yeah. I don't think they do. Oh. I don't know. Well, they look, they look fabulous. I'm fine without molded ones. Are
0: you the, have you ever had molded ones? No.
1: Oh. Okay.
0: Well, and I don't it. think it makes that big of a difference. I'm just trying to, I'm just kind of giving you a hard time, but like they look dope. And I'm
1: sure if anyone yeah. knows if they're sounding, if they sound dope, it's you. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm very happy with them. They're only a hundred bucks and what they, they just crap on everything I've ever used. Where'd you get them? Yeah. I've even got like these like four or $500 mastering headphones and these sound like almost well they're really i mean they're really close wow
0: technology these days though is like you can't you can't beat it yeah like technology has come such a far distance like you know so it's like yeah it's come a long way that's what i mean um okay so how was
1: your week weeks how was chicago it
0: was chicago was dope it was next level
1: that was riot fest right riot fest yeah so with the gooch, the, I didn't see the, him actually did you see the Tosh. I
0: dude, me and Tosh hung out. We were yeah. like, so did you tell him how much you hate Siljins? Okay. Well, I want to talk about that. I just have so many questions. Okay. Well, let me, let me tell you, Phil,
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: I show up. Tosh is like two minutes from going on stage and I'm like, Tosh, Tosh. And then he comes over and he's like, Oh, what's up? I have it on. It's if you watch the day in a life, you see it when I first see him. And then he's like, they let anybody in here. And then he like goes on stage and like starts playing. And then I walk to the side of the stage and I'm like, my drums are set up and I have to like get everything in place and I have to tune everything because I'm not, it's not my tour kit. It's like just a backline kit. So I have to like put my symbols on. I have to like make adjustments. I have to tune everything. I have to tape up some stuff and, And I'm doing all of that sitting on the side of the stage with like direct view of Tosh playing the whole set from start to finish. That's awesome. It was pretty good. That kid is so good at drums. Yeah. We all know this, but, (laughs) and he's still the same Tosh. Like he's still the same guy. He's just totally cool. Like hanging out. Like, you know, like, like some kids have like, I call him a kid. He's not a kid anymore, but we've known him since he was what? Like 15, 14. Maybe like when he had like long hair, like, and he was, you know, he he was, yeah, I've known Tosh since he was a little guy. And so we go way back and, you know, he's always been a really nice kid. He's come on our show. He's helped us. He's done all, he's, he's just a great dude he's an incredible drummer, man. He's like, he's one of the best truth, but there's other guys that like I've known since they were young, like JD Beck and like he's become a rock star and now he's too big to like you know, respond to not. I I don't I, like. I'm not on on a text basis with him, but like like we've tried to have him on. We've tried to like have him like. You know, we've tried to like. I tried to book like JD Beck and Dommy for like before they were what they are now, playing on Tonight Show and stuff. Yeah, like when they were just starting out, like for one of our Drum Brigade events and stuff. And like, I'm not trying to talk crap on this dude, but like. Cause he's great. I have listened to their album. I think it's awesome. I think he's an incredible drummer too. I think he's like an innovator, but bro, like why you got to get an attitude when you get big, like why you got to forget about your community? You know, I think that's, a, that's not, it's not a very friendly rant, but I just am saying that like Tosh is not like that. He's super cool. Hanging out, stayed, watched my set, like sat on the side of the stage, with his buddies and watched me, which I was like, I don't even, you know, it's just cool. It's just cool. It's like, I feel like that's what's seeing Tosh who's been like very involved with the, with the brigade, you know, in, in some ways or another. And Kevin was in the audience. I don't know why he wasn't on stage watching us, but I didn't get to see him the whole time, but having those two dudes there, it just made me feel like the brigade was representing, even if, even if nobody knows that. I still feel like proud that those guys have cared enough to support us when, you know, and like they're two of the best drummers at the festival. That's awesome. You know? So it was cool, man. It was, it was really cool to see them. But for us, man, it was a different situation for me, man. It was like, it was really, really good, but it was like, I don't know if I've ever played. It was like a, it was like a bucket list type thing. Like, I, like we headlined our stage. So like there was only one band after us. It was the misfits after us, but like bad religion was before us. And what? Like, yeah, like bands that like, I know I just don't, man, I'm just not, not used to being in that position where we're like, we're like, I've played festivals before. I've played for a lot of people. Even we played this festival last year and we were like middle of the day. There are still thousands and thousands of people, but it was like, Middle of the day. It was still daytime outside. This time when we played, it was like dark and it was like we were headlining that stage. That's a pretty, it's pretty big, man. That's huge. It was like, there was so many people that it was not even like, wow, there's a lot of people. It was just like a blur. It's just like a sea of people, you know? Oh my gosh. And like, for sure, I've, I've played huge crowds before, like, but we're in the opening band or we're direct support and we're playing to somebody else's crowd. And for me, like playing this show and rocking it, like, you know, it was like, I was pretty proud of that. I was pretty proud of that. I was like, you know, I'm not, I'm not trying to brag or anything like that. I was just really like stoked to be in that position and be like, people still be stoked on seeing us and like, ro- Like, okay. Let me, let me, let me sell, tell, say what I'm getting at. So like on the last tour, in europe like we 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 played some festivals we headlined some festivals we did like we you know we did all that so we're used to it but like one of the nights we played with um like d- dap tones i think dap tones we played with um deaf tones deaf tones no that's slightly different that's kind of an odd mix. yeah <laughs> yeah Deftones. tones we played with deaf tones what is that what they're called yeah that's what they're called Okay. And like, I'm obviously like, I don't know much about that band. Like I'm, it's not like I listen to them a lot, but I was so impressed by their drummer. Oh, he's I mean, good. he is so good. Yeah. And uh, it wasn't like, I didn't think he was good, but they were headlining the festival. And so I was like, you know, even in this position, I feel like he's on another level than all of us. And like, like me, the, there's another band called Royal Blood, which like is it's only a drummer and
1: a yeah, bass player. That drummer is really good too. He's
0: he's okay. He he's okay. Yeah, I mean, he was good. He was. They put on a great show. They had a great light show. He had a beautiful drum set. You know, but he was a bit of a rock star. He didn't like. He didn't even like. Yeah, I don't know. Like he wouldn't even say two words to me or anybody else. And, oh, that's uh, fine. And and like. I don't need that. I'm not like, I don't need that. Some drummers are just not into that, you know, but I thought he he put on a great show too, but I still don't think he was on the level of like the Deftones drummer. Yeah. Like that dude, dude, straight up came up talking to us, shook, shook our hands. You guys sounded great. And they're like, do you know who this dude is? And I'm just like, well, they're like, you need to check out his stuff. Like he's legit and he's like legit. Like, like he could play jazz tonight and read it down if he needed to, like he's that kind of dude. And so I was so impressed with that where I was like, yo, this is where I want to be. Like, I want to be on that level of like, if I'm headlining a stage, I want to kind of be a, a step above or just, I want to have that confidence of like, this dude doesn't mess up. This dude isn't like phoning it in. This dude is playing on this like energy level that is like, seems like unattainable. And I, that's a goal for me to be like on that level. You know, like I think like I think like Chad Smith is like not a great drummer. I think he's like an average drummer at best, but for some reason, dude, when he's like when 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 what are they? What are they called? Um, What band is Chad Smith in (laughs) the Red Hot Chili Peppers Peppers, headline (laughs) a show an arena or whatever? Dude, he sounds like he belongs on that stage because he's that level. Uh huh. Okay. So that's kind of how I felt that night in Chicago where I was just like, okay, dude, I'm not saying I'm the best drummer on the freaking bill. Like Tosh played before us, you know, earlier in the day, but I, I just felt like I was able to play my best and rise to the occasion of playing as good as I could possibly play and play on a level where I should be playing in that position. And I've been working towards that my whole life. That's all I'm trying to say. I'm not saying that in an arrogant way. I'm saying that in of in like in a way of like, man, I've worked hard to be here. I've been the guy opening this festival. I've been the guy opening these shows. And like, I'm trying my best to play at this level now. So it was great. It was really great. Um sounds like a really fun show. So there's other developments. What? What is wrong with you,
1: Zildjian? Yes. Oh, wait. I did see a picture you posted mm-hmm. from the Riot Fest. Yes. <laughs> with the... Uh, there was like tape or stickers over the drum heads. It said yes, Aquarius. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I said I that to... I, I said that, that was hilarious.
0: <laughs> I said that to Chris Brady. like <laughs> Because like none of us, like Tosh... Um, so good. But What was what, the front head? There's
1: something else on there. M drums. M drums. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like a piece of paper or to it or something. <laughs> so and
0: like <laughs> all the uh, all the logos. So I was playing DW drums and <laughs> Evans heads and everything that I don't really play. I just put tape over. So I put a tape tape over all the logo the DW logos and put an M on them. That's commitment.
1: Right there. That's commitment. <laughs> I didn't do I played D dubs yesterday. Dude, and uh, I just I did not I did not go to that length. Well but we didn't have a lot of time to set up.
0: Obviously, I don't have to do that, but like <laughs> I think it's funny. I think it's like really funny, and I think that like my endorsements will get a kick out of it. I think it's hilarious. They see my level of commitment. Like I sent it to 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 Sahir and he was dying, dude. He was dying. He was so just like, funny. this is so funny. And I'm just like, dude, you got to do what you got to do. You know, I couldn't, I couldn't get the drums that I play. I have to play like every, every, it seemed like everybody on the whole festival was playing DW though. Everyone, like no one was playing their stuff. And so Tosh said the same thing. Like, yeah, I'm playing, I'm playing like Remos. I'm not, I don't, you know, he doesn't play Remos. He plays Aquarian. Yeah. And so uh, he does use DW though. Yes. And I think the Gooch was using DWs too, and he he's a sonar guy, you know? So it's like, what, what can you do? On a festival, even the company's got to know that. I'm not going to replace all the heads on a DW kit like for one show. Like, I'm just not that level, you know?
1: Yeah, and I'm sure they're trying to keep each band that was change over as tight as they can. Right. Otherwise all those millions of people will leave. Exactly.
0: <laughs> well, you know, and uh, am I going to be the one guy that's like throwing a fit? Cause we don't have masters of maple drums, which, you know, it's yes. like, d- <laughs> dude, I say all the time, like I prefer <laughs> to play those. I prefer to use those, but if that's, if we well, I'll, I'll get what we can get, you know, if, as long as they're the right sizes and everything was, dude, everything was right. I showed up and it was set up and it was nice. And it was a brand new kit. And, it is what it is. So I'm not, I have no complaints. I can tune them up and make them work. It's not like they were like Pearl expert boards, like falling apart. They're good drums. Yeah. So it's all good. Um, and I, and like, that's always my plan B like, yo, if we can't get masters of maple, what can we get? And I'm like, DW just get DWS because I know that's the easiest drums to get. And I know that they're not going to fall apart. You know, I can make them work. So it was good. Okay. But I'm on record Of saying, all I want in life is to play Meinl cymbals. I'm on record. That's all you want in life? Well, no. I mean, as far as drumming. Like, remember, I said, dude, if I could tomorrow, I would leave. I'm not with Zildjian. I've never been with Zildjian. But I'm like, I would sell all my Zildjians and get Meinl's. I want to play Meinl's so bad. Well,
1: you were pretty loyal to them as, like, a brand, even though you weren't an official artist you were really loyal to them but they broke your heart yeah over and over again And they broke my symbols and they broke your symbols, yeah i by mean giving you bottom tier dude apparently they have different i don't know i, I, I don't, don't know that I, allegedly allegedly they they might save the good stuff for certain people
0: mike mangini
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes
0: uh i don't know if it's true well I'll tell you, proof is in the playing. I've broken more Zildjian's in my life than I've ever broken any other symbols. Yeah. And, um, but that's partially because I've only ever played Zildjian's. So I've, I've played, I played supernatural for probably about a year. Wonderful symbols. They sounded Mm. amazing. The worst company though. Like the guy who owns that company, I don't know what his deal is, but dang, I don't know if that's even a company anymore, but I understand where he's coming from. I shouldn't like throw him under the bus because if I had a company like he had where my reps were giving symbols away. And then these gospel chop fools were like freaking selling all the symbols that they got for free. Like I would be pretty bitter too. I'm just saying I was really mistreated with that company. And I was typecast as one of those guys and accused of doing that. And that's not what I was doing. I was trying to be a loyal ambassador for their company. And the guy treated me like garbage. So Really great symbols, really bad, like really bad artist relations. Zildjian, on the other hand, you guys know the story of Zildjian. I've struggled with Zildjian for years and years and years, and I've tried to make my Zildjian sound like Minos. Like I've played special Dries. you know, I've used, used trash cra- crashes and smash crashes, I mean, and, you know, hybrids and all this stuff. And they're just. They're subpar, dude. They're just not
1: mm. good symbols. They're not. I thought of you. They had a special dry crash on the kit yesterday.
0: It's a, it's a great sounding symbol, dude. I still have all my spe- my
1: special dries. I'm selling them all if anybody wants to buy them. I wanted uh, to use mine, but the two crash symbols. So it was like a they had like a backline kit, you know? Mm-hmm. There was no protective plastic sleeve. Mm-hmm. It was like the symbols oh. sitting on a felt with the metal. No, don't play your symbols. Metal like that. thing coming up through the center, and then a wing nut. I was like I'm not putting my crash. No, don't up. do
0: that. Don't do that.
1: Um, <laughs> anyway, sorry. So I, I, um,
0: yeah, I've used Zildjian. I've struggled with Zildjian. So then I got this deal with with Samirna from Turkey. Istanbul, Turkey. Yeah. yeah. Great cymbals also. Really great. It's not completely my sound, though. Like, mm-hmm. it's not the sound I'm looking for. They they play really well. There's a jazz, jazz like, crash ride. It's a 20-inch, like, jazz crash. That's an incredible cymbal, especially for, for swinging, like, playing jazz stuff. It's it's amazing. It's like, that's my favorite one, but it's too quiet for, like, rock stuff. Yeah. Anyways, the Samirna stuff is, is really great. It sounds great. It plays great. The guys gave me a really good deal, and I'm really happy that I've been able to play them over the past six months, finish out a tour, play some big gigs, play some local gigs, all that stuff. But, Phil, the time has come, my friend, where I played Chicago for the first time on Meinl Cymbals. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. It is a wonderful life, Phil. Congratulations. Thank you. I finally, dude, I said on record I would give all my cymbals away to play Meinl. That's like I came, I came out on the show as like a wanna be Minel guy. Yeah, I was like, look, my heart is with Minel. Mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not, I'm not in, I'm not, I'm not endorsing Minel. I'm not an, I'm not an artist. I'm but, a guy that has bought the symbols that I want. Yeah, and those are Minels. Yeah, dude, you gotta trust your heart sometimes, or where your mind is at, because. That's the best thing I ever freaking did. Yeah. Those are the symbols. Those are, that's the symbols. That's the sound. That's the sound he wants. Dude, it's, it's like, you know what I'm saying. Like when you hit a symbol and you're like, oh God, that's it. Yep. That's how all of them are. And that's not even the setup that I'm like, I really, really want, but it's just, it's just right. It just, fills those voids in my mind, in my brain of what I want to hear when I hit a symbol, that's what comes out. Nice. They're so great. (laughs) Gosh, (laughs) it is such a difference. Like it is such a difference all this time. Since the first time I said that on the podcast, like I really wish I could play minor since then it's been like, I've been trying to set my setup to be that. Yeah, and it's not that until now.
1: I'm stoked, dude. So, Wait, so did they? Are you signed up with them, or no, this no, is no, just no, Yeah. You just have a full fleet of them, and so I-,
0: I wouldn't even talk to them unless I was already playing there. That's that's just kind of how I roll. Like, yeah. I'm not going to ask somebody for an endorsement if I'm not already using their stuff. Mm-hmm. This is a big one, you know. This is a big one, and um, so it's not like, like I'm I'm. This is how I am. Okay. Like, I really like Big Fat Snare Drum, but I'm not the guy that's going to go, yo, can I get an endorsement with Big Fat Snare Drum? Because it's, what, $30 to get one? Mm -hmm. Like, if I like it that much, I can spend $30. You know what I mean? Like, I don't need to get one for free. I really like it, so I want to support your company so your company can stay in business. Yeah. Okay, so that's different from, like, like John is, like, a friend of mine off the drums outside of Drum World. We're friends you know, from, and from revolution. So like John will say, Hey, we're coming out with a new product. I'm going to send you one. Tell me what you think. And I've tested a lot of stuff. Like I've tested simple bags for him. I've tested keys for him. I've given keys to some students and people and, you know, and so that's a different relationship, but like Aquarian, well, Aquarian was different too. Aquarian was like, Aquarian proved it to me. They were like, yo, like we, we have you tried our stuff. And I'm like, I don't have an endorsement with another company. I just use Evans because that's what I use. It's out of convenience. It's the same thing with Zildjian. And so he's like, try our stuff and let me know. And then he floated me a full set for my for my kit. And it was like the it wasn't because he gave me something for free. It was because he it really was better than anything I've ever used before. And now I'm like, I don't get Aquarian for free. Like I buy them. Yeah from from as a with an artist discount but like I still endorse that company because they're great. And so that's how I feel about minals is like I'm not going I'm not going to play Minol symbols. I'm not going to like I'm not going to ask them to get a discount, you know, I I doubt I'll get anything for free, but I I don't want to endorse something that I don't already endorse. Like if if you're not willing to endorse something full price then you're not really willing to endorse something, you know? Mm-hmm. Like like when I just bought these like F note drums, I was like, whether or not they like want to help me out or help out the brigade, like I'm going to buy them no matter what, because in my opinion, those are the best ones, you know? So that's what happened with mine So basically I worked out a deal with a guy that is putting out a record and he was kind of like, hey, if you want, I'll get you all the minos. He has ways, he's buys and sells drums and stuff. He's like, I have ways to get you what you need or I'll get you at least started and set up. Why don't we trade? And I was like, I'm happy to do that. So I still haven't done a session with him, but for some reason, dude, something happened on tour. Cause I looked at the list of what he gave me and it looked like a complete set and then I then, you know, months later, I'm like, hey man, I'm ready to do that session whenever you are, but I would like to get the symbols. He was gonna give them to me a few weeks ago. And he's just like, don't worry about it. We'll schedule the session whenever. But then it's like, okay, I'm playing like Riot Fest. I would like to be able to play the minor symbols on that. So he's like, okay, yeah, I'll I'll get them to you. But then I looked at the list and oh, dude, so so many different things happen with this list. Okay. So the list was like a crash then like an effects crash. And then it said like 14 inch hybrid or I mean, sorry, 14 inch dual. So I thought that was a 14 inch dual high hats, which is what I want. And then he had 15 inch dual high hats. Ooh. And then he had, uh, uh, extra dry, um, high hats. And so I was like, okay, like this is a full set. I didn't notice that there wasn't a ride on there. Yeah. I was going to say, so I'm like, <laughs> There's no ride. Mm. and then the fourteen inch dual was an effects crash. It was like a a dual trash crash. So it wasn't high hats. huh so i I must have just been waking up or something and I send him a, a message like, hey, man, yeah, I'll take all the minals except for the 15 inch high hats. Why would I say that? I don't know. So then I look at the list and I'm like, oh, the fourteen inch is a crash. It's not a it's not a high hat. Whoops. And so I'm like, oh, dude, I don't know what I was thinking. I said, I just noticed that there's no ride. And I'm like, do you have a ride? Because if not, I have to buy one. And then two, I forgot. I don't know what I was talking about. Of course, I would like to have the the 15-inch hi-hats. Those are like awesome. I thought you had 14-inch of the same hi-hats, and I just didn't want. If I had to choose 14 or 15, I probably would want 14.
1: Don't you use two sets?
0: Yeah. I, With Gogo. Yeah. No, because I thought he had 14-inch extra dry hats and then 14-inch dual hi-hats. So I was like, those are both the hi-hats that I want. Side topic.
1: Well, it's related. Do you use, when you, if in an ideal world with your dual hi-hat setup, because you use one kind of on the right Mm -hmm. over by your ride-ish, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Do you use the same set or two different sounds? No, I like the ones on the
0: right, like under the ride. To be like dark and trashy kind of and but quieter okay and then i like the ones on the left to be super bright and like kind of rock and roll cool style so like if i was using Zildjian's, i would use like a customs or like just a mere like regular but i i don't i never had that luxury so i was using special dry hats on the left and and then hybrids on the right but it's just pff, this is, that's a mess so okay. Okay. Continue. So anyways, sorry. the dude, I go, so yes, I will take the 15s. I'm like, you know, he's like, dude, I'm sorry. They're already gone there. I, I sold them. I'm just like, you gotta be kidding me. Dang. So I'm like, well, I guess that's that. I, you know, what an idiot I could have had those. And then we, so I'm like, okay, well I have to buy a ride. And then I'm like, and then I can't use an effects crash. I'll definitely like, like break that. So I just walked into Guitar Center, bought the Mike Johnston ride, the transition, 21 transition by, by Zant's ride. Amazing. What? Amazing Phil.
1: <laughs> it's so amazing. It does seem like a really nice symbol. Oh.
0: And then I bought so even Zill, I mean, even, ooh, even Meinl's like, uh, like they're cheaper, like, not their like their B eight series, like whatever. Those are those kind of those aren't great, but they're like there's mid they're mid range, like they're dark symbols. And then they're like custom classic, um, like kind of hybrid. It's like a dual thing. Those symbols sound good, dude. Like you probably wouldn't use them, but like in a rock setting, they're amazing. Nice. And so I, I got, um I got an 18 inch uh, classic custom. It's like the high hy- hybrid thing. I highly re- recommend it. And I, I just bought that crash. It was only like 200 bucks And, um, and then that, that transition ride and I had like a full set and then I use the 14 inch, um, multi trash and the 18 inch dual trash. I use those as a stack for now. So, and then I'm going to probably, I'm going to put together like a rock setup and then have a more trashier setup at home, dude, the 14 inch extra dry hi hats. Holy moly. Yeah. Oh, amazing. So I went into Guitar Center, bought those two cymbals, but then they happened to have the 15-inch dual hi-hats on the set that I was demoing, testing. Ooh. That made me so depressed because I want those. I'm a huge fan of 15s. Dude, I'm, I'm not. I've never played bigger than 14. Ah. Those, so those on the left, I mean on the right, that's what I'm looking for: big, dark, quieter than the the loud, obnoxious ones. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I got I got an order ready to go with them. I need to I need I need to I need more symbols, you know, like because what I have at home, like what I have here, like I would like to use a transition ride as my everyday ride for like schmucky metal's gigs and stuff like that. Yeah. I don't know if that's the Gogo Bordello setup. Mm. And then I would like, maybe I would like to get those classic custom, um, the, the cheaper hi-hats as the main hi-hats that I'm like, because they're more rock. They're trashy enough. This is great, man. They're cheap too. They're not expensive. Mm. I will say though that, dude, when you're buying cymbals straight up, those mugs are expensive, Phil. <laughs> cymbals are expensive. They
1: add up quick, don't they?
0: And minals are even more expensive than like, than Zildjian's or Sabian's or any of the others. They're the most expensive. Yeah. That ride was really expensive. Yeah. And I tagged Mike Johnston. I was like, yo, love your ride. And that fool did not even text back. Come on, bro. Well, he's, he's Mike Johnston. I'm Corey Kingston. I'm the black Mike Johnston. Oh yeah. Remember?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was a drop somewhere. I, whatever happened to that drop? I'm Black Mike Johnston. So anyways, dude, I'm (laughs) so stoked. Thank you. I'm crying. I'm tearing up here. I'm so stoked on Minel. I cannot even tell you. Ding. The vessel thing? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm just telling you, dude. Like, I've never been, since I got my drums, I've never been like, dude, this is me. This is my sound. This is my. This is like I, I drummers know. Drummers know. It, like if I'm explaining this to my wife, it, she's like, "Yeah, I get it. You really like them." But I'm like, "No, you don't understand." It's like when there's a sound in your head, in your mind, and it, it can it changes like how you play. It changes like it, you're you're kind of frustrated without knowing that you're frustrated, and when you have the the, the right frequencies that like. Hit when you hit those when you hit something like that. It's like, yeah, there's nothing like that, and that is exactly what has happened with Minel. It's a thing where it's like, dude, if Minel doesn't come through, it's still like that's what I play. That's just what yeah. I play. I can't, I can't settle for another company. That's just what I play. Man, so that's something gonna, you should
1: reach out to him again.
0: That's something that needs to happen. Like I need to. It's something that needed to happen years ago. I should have been playing Meinl years ago. Yeah. Like, you know, when I was ordering all those special drives and, and mm-hmm. that's when I should have just said, forget Zildjian, dude, I'm going to Minol. Mm-hmm. If I'm buying them, I was buying Zildjian's with the hopes that they would give me a chance and, and like, thank goodness they didn't because it's not the right fit. It's not the right fit. That's not my sound. Yeah. And that's not my vibe. Their company doesn't represent me either. You know? So, um, all in all, yeah, dude i'm uh I'm definitely i don't I don't say I don't want to say I'll never play Zildjian's again because I haven't sold them yet, and I really still do like the special drives. but I mean, I really have no reason to hold on to them. Mm. i my my heart and my mind and my every being and thing in me is like, dude, I am in love with these symbols. like I am in love with
1: them. That's so, awesome, yeah.
0: So I did still have to play one of the Samirna hi hats. I really like those hi hats for Gogo. They're like really bright and they they sound great. So I haven't gotten two sets of hi hats, and I didn't want to go ham on my extra dries because they're like they're that's like those are hi hats that like I dreamed about, dude. They're I played like a I played one gig before, just like at freaking stupid freaking Humphreys. (laughs) It was much better this time though. Um, but and I was also super happy because I was playing minor cymbals and I was just stoked. Nice, I play a different snare, different cymbals, and I didn't get one complaint about being too loud. This different sound guy, though, that's cool. So, yeah, so yeah, you know what, man, thank you already to Minel, And I'm not even an I'm not like I'm not a Minal's ar- Minal artist, but I'm just already so stoked on just the products that they've put out. Um, it's, it's a night and day, dude. It is a superior. Product. I'm telling you. They make good stuff. If you guys are like trying to get symbols and you don't know which ones to get, even the cheaper ones are better than anything out there. I'm telling you. Don't not believe me. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, Funky Phil. Yo, Corey. We have some great listeners, don't we? Yeah. You know how they can be even more like dope than they already are? Keep listening. Definitely true. What else? Tell all your friends. Also very true. What else? Join the Patreon. All good things. But you know, the biggest thing that they can do is go to drumbrigade.com and check out the merch store. Yes. We have so much like dope swag up there. We got men's shirts, shirts. sweatshirts, women's shirts. We got kids shirts. Yes, onesies. We got socks, mugs. Phone cases, stickers, got it all. All in different sizes, all in different colors, just for you. So if you want to show the world that you are a drummer with style and you're part of the Brotherhood of Drums, go to drumbrigade.com, visit our merch store, Oh Yeah. All right, let's get on a quick one. I ain't trying to hear that right now. Dude. I'm just such on a high. I'm so much on a high that like I, it's hard to get on one right now.
1: What's the matter? Because I'm so
0: happy about Meinl. I know. I do need to talk about some like drummers and festivals since we're, we're talking about festivals today. Okay. And like just traveling and stuff. Yeah. Uh, I have two like separate occasions where it got me on a soapbox. Okay. <laughs> All right. So I'm digging in the vault. I'm going back to back to when I was on tour in Europe. Over the, time, over the summer over the summer yeah all right our first like flyout date we're um going into uh we're going into uh into uh switzerland and switzerland is beautiful dude it's like mm. the whole country looks like yosemite just gorgeous beautiful 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 but we're playing this like pretty metal like pretty rock and roll festival like in the middle of of like this gorgeous valley with like just snow-capped mountains and waterfalls and the clouds
1: are coming it's just paradise dude there's a pretty healthy metal community there right? yeah like a lot I of love metal fans and musicians yeah something about all that beauty they just need some some darkness yes yeah yeah <laughs>
0: and they're feeling it every every single person in the audience is wearing all black you know and they're just all just metal people it's but, just too pleasant there. But very friendly, very nice. Like, <laughs> you know. So, anyways, you know, there's like etiquette when you're doing these festivals and stuff. Like, there's a million drummers there. Everybody's tired. Most likely everybody's on tour. Mm-hmm. Everybody's doing their thing, you know, and it, it you it kind of breaks down the barrier of like. Like it, it isn't. It's like when you go, like, okay, when you're like walking around town and there's a local band playing, and there's like a dad band playing or something. There's like kind of like a size up factor, or it's kind of just like a, I don't know, like the dad guys are kind of like, well, I play drums, and when you play like a festival like this, where there's every band is somebody noteworthy, it's kind of like everybody knows you know what's up. Everybody knows you know the grind, you know the struggle you know that you know how it is to play jet lagged and you know, if you're sick or something, you know, you know, you know how to play, like, you know, you're not probably not playing your own gear. You know, you're playing like rental gear or backline gear or something like that. So there's a respect, a mutual respect there, even among the drum techs and the stage hands and all of that stuff. It's like, everybody's kind of just like, like, you don't have to do like the bro nod or anything, but it breaks down that barrier of like what I was saying on my last soapbox about like, rich guys trying to come in and be something that they're not. This is a community of people that are what, you know, like Josh freeze was playing the same festival and like, you know, Josh freeze obviously doesn't touch his own drums, but still, you know what I mean? Um, Like, so same, same, same situation as me playing, like setting up my stuff with Tosh playing in front of me. It's the same situation. Like my drums are behind the stage and I don't have masters of maple. I don't remember. I think I had like Gretsch or something for that day and I'm doing the same thing. I'm like the, my, my tech guys are helping me. They've set up everything roughly and then I'm moving everything into place and I'm tuning the heads and putting the symbols on. And, but this, this gig in particular was everything was backline. So even symbols, everything. And, um, okay. So I'm, I'm up there. I'm tuning drums. Now, like we're like, we're not headlining the show, but we're like, you know, we're higher up on the bill. And I was there first. Okay. Like I was there setting up my stuff, tuning. It's like morning. It's freezing cold. It's raining. It's all it's all the above. It's mm-hmm. all it's it's a grind. Next to me, dude. Next to me is the freaking drummer from Big D and the Kids Table. I don't know. No, no, is. no. Not Big D, not Big D and the Kids Table. Sorry, Big D and the Kids Table. He's from Me First and the Gimme Gimmies. Okay, I've heard that name. Yeah. The band acts like that. Huh? Me first in the gimmies, like really? they act like, yeah, them first.
1: It's not just a name. No, it's a way of life.
0: Yes. Yes. This drummer, dude, this drummer. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure he's a nice guy. I'd probably have him on the show, but today on this day, I was like, bro, give it a rest. There's etiquette, Phil.
1: What happened?
0: I'm setting up my stuff. I'm over there very being respectful of other. There's a drum tech next to me kind of doing the same thing, setting up some other drum, like some metal drummers thing, tuning, you know, making sure everything's in spot. And they have their in-ears. They're testing the mics. They're doing all that stuff. I'm being respectful of him, like very lightly tuning, making sure. Cool. I think I'm good. Big D. I mean, me first in the gimme gimmies, dude, playing spawn drums. That's already like, oh bro, I'm rolling my eyes. <laughs> He's full on, dude. Full I mean, like full on tuning. <laughs> doom 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 tape. like Phil's. Boom 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 Like I'm looking at him like, what are we doing? <laughs> First of all I was already here. Like I'm trying to be respectful of you. You're over here drum soloing backstage like you're the only drummer on the stage, dude. There's seriously four four drum sets and two percussion sets like lined up backstage where they're just going to roll your drums on when it's your turn. Okay? Like why are first of all why is your riser higher than everybody's here? Your riser's like six feet tall. Second of all, you're not the headlining band. You're like the first band on the stage. Second of all, third of all, why are (laughs) you tuning like no one cares? No one is going to care if your toms are in that much of tune. Yeah. No one cares. This is a festival, dude.
1: Yeah, they're going to EQ it anyway. (laughs)
0: Dude, I mean like perfect, like he's... He's over like I've seen you tune drums you're over the top in a good way. This was over the top for you on a festival stage. Whoa. Yes. Phil, ear to the to the to the rack tom like he's putting his ear next to it like ding 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 he's not even doing it right. Ding 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 not like hard first of all, you're hitting them that hard and you're trying to make sure they're tuned and you're backstage when all of us are doing the same. There's a literal drum tech over there doing it. <laughs> I'm like I'm looking at him like you came up after me. I was already here. You came up after me and now you're trying to impress me with your style. You're he's seriously playing licks. He's seriously like he's seriously trying to play some chops symbol chops, like everything. And so I almost fell into the trap of like, dude, let me just humble this fool. And then I'm like, no, you know what, dude? There's etiquette. I know the etiquette. You don't. You're a freaking goon. <laughs> and your band sucks, dude. <laughs> goon. Your band sucks. Okay. <laughs> Learn some GD etiquette. <laughs> Gosh. I ain't trying to hear that right now. Dude, if you're playing that kind of show, Freaking learn the etiquette. You don't do that. Goon. <laughs> it's the same thing. Like I had to learn the hard way when I was younger. Like they wanted me to line check on a festival while the other band is playing on the so- the stage next to us. Mm-hmm. And so I'm chopping it up and they're like, dude, you don't sound check like that. It's disrespectful to the drummer that's playing. You try to play with them. Like you try to like, like if he's like, let me hear your kick or let me hear your snare. You're trying to hit the snare the same time as that dude, because you're not going to, interfere with their show yeah i've had another kid like while we're playing he's in the next band and he's on the side of the stage Like at house of blues or something he's on the side of the stage like chopping it up tuning his drums but playing chops like you hear him during our set yeah and i'm like it used to drive me nuts being in an opening band and being like you just don't do that yeah you just don't do that that's disrespectful mm-hmm that's how I felt about me first in the gimme give That's a, that's a stupid band,
1: dude. Goon.
0: No offense. No offense, dude. I'm sure he's a nice guy. Spawn drum. I wanted to go up to him and be like, yo, dude, I used to play spawn drums. You must be from California or like from the States. Like, how's it going? I'm Corey, man. I have a podcast. Love to have you on. And then I was just like, dude, this guy is like a goon. <laughs> goon. I ain't Sheesh. trying to hear that right now. A goon. Okay. So now. The other other guy that I had was like, <laughs> this was I felt bad for, but again etiquette, etiquette. Like, I don't know how many flyouts you do, but I do. Obviously, I do a lot of flyouts. You see other musicians all the time, mm-hmm. all the time. You see drummers. You see every time I see a drummer, I'm like, hey, what's up, man? And Drum he's just like, he's just like, hey, yeah, what's up? We same thing. We know the struggle. We got the whole thing, but dude, it's rough. You're you're tired. You're like jet lagged. Some may be over. You got a lot of stuff to carry. You're stressed out that they may have lost your symbols. You know. Mm-hmm. So whenever I see another symbol bag, I'm like, Hey, what's up, man? Yeah, I know the struggle. You know the struggle. Or like at most, oh, so who are you out with? Oh, the oh, cool, right on, man. Yeah, I've heard of you guys. Oh, have a great show, man. Have a great tour. All right, yeah, you guys too. Later. That's it. <sighs> I cannot handle it when people see you with your symbol bag and then they're just like, it's it's the same guys. It's the it's the same, it's the same rich guys. It's the same rich guys that want to get in and sit and play with you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's the same guy. So I'm I'm like my okay, I'm flying in from Europe. My flight is delayed. I'm flying in, I have a layover in Denver. And then I have to get all my stuff. I have to re-go through customs. I have to re-go through security. And then I have to recheck my stuff and go to San Diego. Okay. It's rough. Yeah. And I'm going to miss my flight in San Diego because my flight is delayed. So I'm like, dude, I just flew in from Europe. I'm just finishing a seven-week tour. Like, I'm exhausted. Just, just please don't talk to me. Just don't talk to me. Just leave me alone. Mm-hmm. I have my headphones on. Most likely I have my hood on. I'm waiting for my, I have two symbol cases and my, I have my backpack. I have a giant OGO bag that like has all my stuff in. I have a lot of stuff. I'm coming off a long tour, man. Just please, just leave me alone. So I'm waiting for my symbols. I'm waiting for my bags. And then I grab both my symbol cases and I see a guy, like a dad. And like, he's probably my age, but he's just a, another goon. And he's like wearing an Indiana Jones hat
1: <laughs> like, <Sweet. Yeah. laughs>
0: and like khakis <laughs> and like, uh-huh. why does it, why does my soapboxes always have to like do with what they're wearing? <laughs> okay. He's wearing like an Indiana Jones hat and yeah. I'm already annoyed at that. He's kind of like a little chubby shirt, shirt like polo shirt tucked in, you know, and um, he's with his wife and it's like, it's like they're seeing like, Michael Jordan or something. They have the like (gasps) face like on. Uh And so I'm like, dude, I'm tired. And I've been dealing with nonsense flight stuff. Like, which was another, another soapbox. And I'm like, just struggling to get my symbols. And I'm like, I'm attaching my symbols to each other so I can just wheel them. And like, I'm, I'm just done. I'm done. I just want to go home. And then this guy comes up like oh, so I knew those were symbols. You're a drummer. And I'm like, yeah, man. Hey, how's it going? And then like he's like, I'm a fellow drummer. I'm a drummer too. And I'm just like, oh good, yeah, cool, man. Right on. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. And I'm just like headphones back on, like, yeah, I'm done. So where are you headed? Um, right. he's like, Are you are you leaving for a gig or are you coming home from a gig? I'm just like, oh, man, I just finished up a seven-week tour, man. I'm exhausted. I just, you know, want to go home. Wow. Seven-week tour. Like, not getting a hint that I don't want to talk. <laughs> finished a seven-week tour. I'm just trying to go, man. I just got to go through customs. going to be late. And, like, I'm seriously like, no, I'm not given an attitude. I'm just like, man, I just finished up a long tour. I'm just ready to go home. And then he's just like, oh, so who are you out with? And, like, what kind of music do you play? Jazz? I'm like, uh, no, man. I go, it's um, I'm like, why do I have to have this conversation? <laughs> you don't know, you don't know the band I've been out with. You don't, you don't, you don't know. It's not your thing. You're gonna judge me based off of that. Just leave me alone. He's I'm like, well, no, nah, man, the band's called Gogo Bordello. and I said it's uh so what kind of music is it? Jazz? They're so enthusiastic. Like, you haven't been on a flight either. <laughs> I'm like, no, it's gypsy punk. He starts laughing. Oh, <laughs> Gypsy punk. Okay. Am I? Uh, yeah. I'm like wheeling, like walking away. Like, yeah, that's what it's called. That's what it's called. All right, man. You have a great day. Yeah. And he's like, well, we're going to look it up. Have a great day. I'm like, dude, I feel bad because this guy's nice. He's nice. But like, <laughs> again, with the etiquette of like, you're not really a drummer. I know you play drums for, I know I get it. I feel bad, but dude, come on.
1: I mean, to me, I mean, the, the drummer angro. None of that matters. I mean, obviously brotherhood. Yes, of course. It sounds to me like the, the issue is he's just not picking up on pretty normal social cues. (laughs) You're tired. (laughs) You want to go like, leave me alone. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter if you're a drummer or not. Like you should
0: (laughs) should be able to pick up on that. I, I get it. Like I get it, but it's, it wasn't from a place of like, Hey man, like that's cool. You're, you're a drummer. You know, it was more of, I want you to realize that I'm a drummer too. And like, yeah, it's like, it's, it was more of like, I want to belong, which I get, which is what we're about, you know? But in that circumstance, dude, come on. Like, I'm tired, man. <laughs> like, yeah. This that makes it feel like people are going to be like, don't approach Corey if you ever see him, which is not true. It's true. No, but like... <laughs> it's these guys, Phil, it's the approach. (laughs) It's not that he was like, Hey dude, like rad, you're on tour. Cool. Like, you know, I want to meet you or whatever. That wasn't it. It was like, I want you to realize that I'm a drummer too. That's where he's coming from. Mm -hmm. It's the same guy that on the gig where it was like, isn't this the best invention that they ever had? I have one, you know, it's like, I get it. I'm happy for you. I'm proud of you. Like I have one too. As you can tell, they're great. See you later. Yeah.
1: That's where I was at with this dude. Just, calm down like he was expecting more yes he was expecting he wasn't like just some simple camaraderie wasn't enough yeah he needed more out of you
0: it wasn't and it was also like it wasn't <laughs> yeah it was it wasn't like th- it's different if you see another drummer if i saw a drummer getting off the plane i'd be like right on man yeah like you know i don't mind saying like yo i'm a drummer too you know yeah I, it's fine but it's like that's it I just yeah I just just calm yourself down already stop trying to prove to people dude if you're really a drummer just get out there and do it just but like stop hitting up drummers and being like yo I just want you to know that like I'm a drummer too like with your stupid Indiana Jones hat
1: gosh dang it Man, I'm glad I didn't wear my Indiana Jones hat and and pleaded khaki.
0: Where are you even coming from? Like, where are you wearing that hat? And cement blocks. He had to have cement blocks. I didn't notice if he did, but I'm sure he
1: did. (laughs) Gosh dang it.
0: All right. Well, you know, he was probably a nice guy, but I just, I don't care if you're a drummer, dude. I do. I do care. But in that setting... Gosh, man, I talk so much about like camaraderie over competition, but man, I have like, I'm drawing a line in the sand for some of these drummers (laughs) and I feel bad about it, but it's because the attitude that comes with it, it's not coming from a place of like humility and like respect. It's coming from a place of like, I want you to respect me because I'm something.
1: You should change it to camaraderie and manners. Yeah. Over competition. How about we just do
0: camaraderie <laughs> over competition with an asterisk, asterisk, whatever. And then it's like, except for these fools. Except for these fools. <laughs> no, everybody. Okay. Look, it doesn't matter what level you're on. Like, it doesn't matter. I'm not saying like, cause I just talked about me first in the gimme give and that's a pro drummer, you know? And like, it's just etiquette. It's just dumbness. Mm-hmm. But like, this guy was really being nice. And he probably was like, man, that guy was kind of rude, but like, you can't help it when you've been on like a 10 hour flight, you know, and like you're hungry and you're tired and you're trying to not get sick. And you're like, you have to go through stinking customs for no reason. Like when I'm flying to California and like, that's where I should go through customs. And so, you know, it's like, dude, I'm
1: tired. Hey, I get it. I'm when I'm, whenever I fly anywhere, I pretty much assume, that no one wants to talk to me and I don't want to talk to anyone else. Yes. I don't, dude, I'm <laughs>
0: seriously, I don't talk to people that are sitting right next to me. I don't say a word. I put my headphones on and I do my thing for the rest of the flight. Yeah. Like I'll say, hello, I, this is me. I have my headphones on. I have my things like my iPad and my, my sanitary wipe stuff for the seat and everything. And I'm just like, Hey, how you doing? I, sorry. That's my seat right there. And they're like, Oh, okay. And then I sit down, headphones on, clean my little area. And that's it i don't mm-hmm. talk to anybody yeah. and then like <laughs> if they talk to me i'll say something but like i don't talk to anybody i i did get on the like, flight going to chicago there's like a little newborn baby like like the mom was holding the baby another fidgety fidgetton next to me just fidgeting the whole time thank goodness she had a baby though and, and like you know she's a new mom and she was like nursing and everything. i mean it was the it was full-on dude I'm not, I don't have a problem with that, though. A lot of people have a problem with, like, that. I don't have a problem with that. I think that's nature that's part of, you know, it is what it is. I'm not mad at that. I'm just saying, I was like, oh, you have a little one. She's like, yep. And then I was like, cool. Headphones on. No more talking. Don't talk mm-hmm. to me. Don't talk to me. Just leave me alone, you know? Mm-hmm. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> stop talking to me. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. So stop know. being goons yeah all right yeah i ain't trying to hear that right oh now. funky phil we did it we did it we did it we mm-hmm. put in an episode yeah um yeah i gotta get going man i got lessons starting me too got a vacation happening this week dude i'm so stoked for you guys need this I need it 17 years shout out to the wife Woo! even though i was mean to her for the before this show
1: Make it She's up. a good
0: one. We had a great weekend. Dude, I didn't even talk about we went to see Flog and Molly and the interrupters. What? Flog and Molly put us on the guest list, Helped us like helped us uh celebrate our anniversary. That was super cool. That's awesome. Yeah, they're such a great, great group of guys, man. Really cool. Matt Hensley, famous skateboarder. I have a skateboard on my wall. Yes. Come to me for drum lessons, that dude. It's a good dude. Plays accordion in that band. And um yeah. Anyways, interrupters were like, I don't know if you know them, but they're like a really great man. They put on such a great show, man. And they're keeping ska music alive. Nice playing ska music on like late night shows. That's incredible. And they were like super cool. They're like congrats on the Google gig, man. That's really cool. And like they're yeah. Congratulations on your anniversary. Like they're super nice. So cool, man. That's it's awesome. really cool. Um,
1: Hawaii. Hawaii is coming up. Man, I, it's my favorite place in the world. You know Kevin Ryan, bass player? Think so? He lives there now. Word? Which yeah. I- which island? I don't know. I can't remember. We're going to Maui.
0: Hmm. I've been to Maui a million times, but man, it's it's, it's, a, it's the most beautiful place in the world. Never been. Dude, Phil, you would love
1: it because it's just laid back vibes. Can you put me in your in your case? I'm not playing. I'm not playing there. I'm just going there. Yeah, you don't you don't bring them for the plane ride, so you don't have to talk to anyone.
0: I have like other headphones for that. Oh. Uh-huh. I have like cans. Um, I might I br- I do bring these juicy ears though with me. I brought them to Chicago, and they're great for like sleeping and stuff. Nice, <laughs> comfortable. I want to get the new Apple um, AirPods though. I can't afford them right now. Mm. I want to get the Apple Watch too. I've never worn an Apple Watch. Me neither. Do we need it? I don't I don't feel like I, I don't know. I feel like I need one for mountain biking. Why? Because they have like a save our ship kind of thing, like SOS thing on there. And like they, it has like a tracker where people can find you if you're out in the woods and you get hurt. And like, doesn't your phone have that? I guess not really, not my phone now, but the new one does. It's like your phone on your wrist. It measures your heart too, like your heart rate, which I really could use for c- cycling.
1: I guess there are some good fitness applications.
0: Yeah, follows your menstruation s- schedule. So, oh, you need that.
1: <laughs> I definitely need that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you once again. It's the Drum Brigade Podcast, episode one thirty-three. Phil, I think it's thirty-four. One thirty-four. Holy moly! We're just killing it. Um, stop being goons. Yeah. And I'm sorry to me first in the gimme give I'm sure there. I'm sure he's a great guy. He just. Bad etiquette for that show. Mm. I didn't even tell you about my Whitney dream. Oh, can you tell me really quick? Oh, Phil. All right. <laughs> it wasn't even that bad. I just, for some reason, was having a dream that I was hanging out with Whitney Shea last night, and we were like, buds. Nice. Buddies. Nice. Yeah, we were. I was and I was like, you know, like I was trying to give her advice and then I was like mid sentence. I'm like, why am I giving you advice? You got you got it figured out. I'm like <laughs> if pe- if more people were like you, we'd have more great music out here. I was being so nice to
1: her, dude. Nice.
0: And like and then we ended up. I th- I don't know if we were like on a schmucky metals gig and she was all there and stuff. And then I was like, do you want a coffee? And She's like, sure. And then I was like, all right, let me grab you a coffee. And then I saw somebody else I knew and then I was just like talking to him. And I was like, do you want a coffee? <laughs> and he's like, it was Jules from like, he's a buddy of mine, drummer guy. His dad was my drum teacher. And then I was just like, all right, man, I'll catch you later. I'll grab your coffee. And then like, I got into it with somebody. I don't remember who, but of course, I'm even on soapboxes in my dreams. <laughs> <laughs> but then I saw Whitney again and I was like, Oh, I haven't forgotten about your coffee. I'll get it. And then she's just like, well, I already got one. And I'm like, ah, oh, dang it. Sorry. And I was like, "Ah, man, I'm such an idiot. <laughs> we are buddies, though, telling you. We we're super buddies. <laughs> I love it. I'm glad I stopped the end of the show to tell you this dream.
1: That's great. No. And we were I, I no, I'm ver- I have a rehearsal with her tomorrow. I'll tell her all about it. We were hanging out. <laughs> Like we
0: were hanging out, though, like and it was like all the singers from Schmucky Metals were there. But for some reason, me and her were like tight and I was like so much respect for her. Like, dude, you are killing it. it. And she's just like we like hugged like we were so we were so stoked on each other. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that's how it'd be in real life, though. We're playing the belly up. When? Uh, the second can shuffle and bang freaking open. I'm gonna be in Hawaii, dude. You're gonna be in Hawaii? Yeah, just forget it, Phil. Yeah. I think we're gonna get video of it. That's cool. That's cool. Wow. Well, yeah. yeah, I love Whitney Shay. She's just the woman of my dreams. Apparently. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm gonna tell her that.
0: All right, everyone. Thank you guys so much. Visit Drumbrigade.com help our friends, John and Jeremy, uh, philpardell.com, coreykingston.com. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to hit us up individually, no show next week. Hope you guys enjoyed this one. Buy our merch. It helps us out. All that All that stuff. Yay. And first of all, why are you asking me that? It's not funny. This show is going to go better than this. Thanks for listening to the Drum Brigade podcast. This podcast was recorded in the Beat Locker at Pimp City in Oceanside, California. This podcast was produced by Funky Phil Pardell, and all drops and original music are by Corey Kingston. The Drum Brigade theme song is I Don't Like Your Music by The Busters. For more episodes, please visit drumbrigade.com and hit up our archives to hear some great interviews with Thomas Lang, Daniel Glass, Stan Bicknell, Tosh the Drummer, Kurt Bascara, Mike Dawson, and many, many more. For all other things or to get in touch, please visit drumbrigade.com. Oh yeah, one more thing. Like and subscribe.